Any views, thoughts, or opinions expressed on the Rejuvenating Health podcast are solely that of the speakers and are intended as such. Please contact your trusted medical practitioner for medical advice. Let's go, girls. Hey, ladies, welcome back to the Rejuvenating Health podcast. I'm your co-host, Shauna Schaefer, and I'm here today with Women's Health Nurse Practitioner Lindsay Van Schoik. And today our guest is Coach Kendall. She is a coach inside of Rejuvenating Health. And so today we're going to be chatting with her. So we're happy to have you, Kendall. Welcome. Hey, I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, ladies. So first, like, just tell us about you. Um, Where do you live? How old are you? What's your background? All that good stuff. Well, she's got that cute little accent, so. My little country accent. So... I live right outside Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, I am, golly, how old am I now? I think I just turned 38. I think. I really think I just turned 38 in December. So we're just going to go with that. And my background, really, I did not get into health and fitness or anything like that until I was closer to 30. Um, Late, like when I was younger, I wanted to be like a stay-at-home mom and I thought that was my dream. And so... When I was in my mid-20s, had my first child, I got to stay at home, work part-time with them, and then I quickly realized that I needed to find another passion besides my children. I also was not necessarily in the best shape of my life or anything like that, and so I remember walking into the gym right before I turned 30 and said, hey, like, how do you use that equipment over there? Because I come in here and I do the elliptical. That's all I knew. Yeah. And so from there, like when I turned 30, from there, it just like skyrocketed, took off. I had this passion for helping people the way these trainers had helped me, nutrition coaches had helped me. And then along the line, like I found Lindsay, fell in love with her, fell in love with the program. And here I am. Here you are. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, and I'm glad that when you went into that gym that they helped you. I know because some people are f- always afraid when starting their journey to go into a gym and, you know, just that first step. So uh, that's good that you had that experience and that they were helpful in that. That was hard for me because mm-hmm. I'm an introvert. And so for me to say, hey, especially to mainly it was a group of men trainers right. that worked at this gym. And I do remember one time I walked in and I was supposed to meet a specific trainer. They weren't there. So the other trainer said, well, you can come join my class tonight. And I was like, nope, (laughs) not going to do it. I don't know you. (laughs) And so I ended up, he like, no, 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 come on, come join the class. And so I did. And I was really glad I did because it is hard to step out of your comfort zone a lot of times, especially if you do have more that introverted personality. Right. Yeah, Yeah. But like, let's talk about how much you've stepped out of your comfort zone in the last, what? two and a half years. Like since I started working with you, you've grown so much. So true. I mean, that's the only way you grow is outside your comfort zone and it's awkward and uncomfortable and you don't necessarily always want to do it, but that's how you grow. Yeah, for sure. So talk about your journey. Um, Like you called me one day and you're like, I'm interested in working with you, but I have to wait till my kids get in school because it's just not the right time. And then why, like, what made you reach out to feel like you needed to work like just something different and then kind of talk about how that evolved into your coaching role and rejuvenating. 
So I went through a divorce. I moved from like, I moved states, all of this stuff. I remarried, blended families. And in that, like I worked out, like I felt like I worked my butt off in the gym, but my eating necessarily wasn't on par. And I knew that, but I also thought, well, I was doing the best I can. And so I had put on body fat and I like could not get it off. No matter what I did, could not get it off. And so that's initially what had me reach out to you is because your post about the hormonal issues, I knew I had hormonal issues, all of those because I had been tested for it, but I didn't know what to do Mm -hmm. about it. It's like, sure, this is a great test. It tells you your cortisol is out of whack and your estrogen's out of whack. But like, what do you do with that? Right. So that's initially how I got to work with you. And then in working with you in going through the program, I fell in love with just how it encompassed everything. Because essentially, you go to the gym, you hire a trainer, they teach you how to do certain movements in the gym, all of that stuff, you may hire a nutrition coach or somebody who can help you either with macros or like cleaning up your diet. But there was never anybody that like did the full thing, at least that I had met or found. And on top of that, it was more than just like workouts, more than just nutrition. Like we deal with the mindset issues. Like, you know, me probably better than I know, me <laughs> on some, you know, like, yeah. yeah. so like, I love that. And in my passion for health and fitness, I wanted to be able to return that to women as well. So I remember coming to you and being like, can I be a coach for you? Because uh-huh. I can train people all day long in my gym if I want to. But what does that really get them? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. No, that's awesome. And you do do such a great job. Oh, our like, clients you're amazing. Love you. Yeah, they yeah. do. They love So them. you were our second coach, right? Shelby was on. I believe yeah, so. Shelby was mm-hmm. on board and then you came on board and then really just like took off from there. Um Talk about, so you came to me wanting to lose body fat. Um, What's that journey been like for you? Because you had a lot of setbacks. You had this stinking foot (laughs) that we could not get fixed. Oh my goodness. It's been frustrating (laughs) that, I mean, initially I remember my body just not wanting to cooperate. And so had I been trying to do it on my own, I would have quit because it is very frustrating to do the thing and to do it correctly and know that you're like on point with it for eight weeks, nine weeks and the scale to go down like one pound, like seriously one pound. I remember texting you that and I remember I was like, it's one pound, but I'll take it because I haven't been able to lose anything, but gosh darn it. Why isn't it going down more? And it really, for me, wasn't until weeks 12 to 16, where I saw that my body was like starting to kind of turn and change. And then even in that, I wasn't able like I, I I guess I initially ended up losing about 20 pounds. I'm not sure what the body fat Mm -hmm. on that was, it may have been about 5%. But then I had plantar fasciitis really bad, couldn't train the way I wanted to train anymore. I got put in a boot. I did like all of these things for it. I mean, it's been like a year and a half journey. So my training changed, I guess, last fall, which made me really frustrated because I liked the way I was training, right? And it was frustrating to have to change up the training and try new things. And even still now, I'm still modifying some stuff because I 
I'm in my head about like not going 100% on my foot just because I don't want the setback right. again. So it's, I mean, it's a constant thing that I am working on and little by little, instead of jumping back in to like re-injure my foot, taking it slowly so I can train at 100% capacity again. Yeah. And I think that's what makes you, especially in our other coaches, it's so wonderful for our clients because you've been through the program and you know the frustrations and you know what pretty much they're going to go through. So you can be that, you know, help to them with those issues. I think that that's huge. Just having someone who knows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think one of the biggest things is people, the scale's not moving. The scale's not moving. And no, the scale isn't everything, right? Like it's a piece of data, you know, but if you've been working for four, five months and the scale's only moved a few pounds, like there are some underlying issues that need to be fixed. And it doesn't just take four or five months to fix those. Like it can take a year or longer. So, yeah, Yeah, I mean, we've been working together for two years and I think like we still work together and I think it's important that people know that even the coaches inside rejuvenating have coaches because mm-hmm. left mm-hmm. to our own demises to figure out what we should be doing, we're not going to be doing the right things. But I feel like it's been two years and we've made progress on and off for two years. But like right now is where we're actually like starting to make good progress. And it's like because we've mm-hmm. really allowed your body to heal and get rid of inflammation and now we're in a strict enough calorie deficit where you are starting to lose. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean, I've been through like two full panel of labs, I think. And this last set that I got was like 100%. You're great. You're really healthy. And I haven't had those for several years. Yeah. Yeah, And that's the thing about data too. Like we have a lot of people come to us and they're like, can't you just order the blood work? (laughs) And it's like. That happened today, literally. Today. Someone asked that. I can order the blood work, but you aren't going to know what to do with it. Like it's mm-hmm. a lot of data it's- and it's a lot of pieces that go together. And if your thyroid's out of whack, is it out of whack because of your gut? Is it out of whack because of insulin resistance? Like we're playing detective and sometimes it takes months to figure out what the actual underlying issue is and that's causing all the disruptions. And so I get that in my office too. Like I have patients come and they're like, can you test my hormones? I'm like, sure, I would love to. What are you going to do with it, though, after I test them for you? Like, you have no idea what to do with it after I test it for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what would you say is your perfect client or your favorite client? What types of clients do you like to work with? I really like clients who really want it for themselves. Mm -hmm. It, like... To see them like knowing they need to make a change and want to make a change, but actually putting in the work. I guess that would be everybody's perfect client, right? Mm -hmm. Like wanting to put in the work Mm -hmm. all of the time. Right. And that's not always the case because we get tired, we get frustrated, we, you know, have obstacles thrown at us, whether it's kids or work or spouse, like whatever it is. And so I do, like, it breaks my heart when I see people who just want to throw in the towel because. XYZ happened and they give up on themselves. Right. Because as a woman, as a mom, as a wife, we tend to put everybody else before ourselves. But what I've learned throughout the years is that I am my best self when I put myself first and when I do the things for myself that I know make me feel better, fill up my cup, 
So I can be the better wife. I can be the better mom. I can be the better coach, employee, like all of those things. Exactly. Right. So what would you say then is your style of coaching? Style of coaching? I feel like you're sweet. I feel like you're sweet. (laughs) Well, when we asked Lakin, I laughed because we all just know how Lakin is, you know, she's our like tougher mindset, you know, kind of girl. I I feel feel like like you're sweet. and compassionate, right? Like, and I think that, that I feel like I'm compassionate. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that that comes like I do know you better than anyone, and you've had a lot of rough times in your life where maybe um, you've not been talked the nicest to, and that really we've had to work really hard about self compassion for yourself and learning mm-hmm. how to talk to yourself nicely and changing that negative um, mindset and the way that you view yourself and and all that type of stuff. And I think you work really well with clients um, that maybe have a lot of that negative self-talk or have been through maybe some traumatic experiences where maybe they haven't been shown a lot of love or a lot of stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so that's that's where I think you really shine is helping those women really find their love for themselves again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's huge. That like literally brought tears to my eyes, you talking about that. Yeah. That's huge though, because so many women need that. Like so many women do need that. And there's the negative self-talk and it's huge because it's how we talk to ourselves every single day and it really adds up and it really matters. And so, yeah, that's, that's big. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us a little bit more about your family life. So you have how many kids? So we have four kids kids. blended. Mm -hmm. So they range from four years old to almost 16. Okay. And then I know your hubby, I see the houses he does. He's in real estate and he real estate agent, but then he has literally, he started a new business this week with uh, (laughs) stop. True story. Doing what? For busy little beaver. For wholesaling. For like wholesaling houses and land and things like that. I, he could explain it so much better than I Does could. Does he flip houses too, Kendall? He, he flips houses. So there's a business for flipping houses. There's a business for like just real estate. Yeah. There's a business for new builds that he has. There's a handyman business that started as a pressure wash business and then took off oh, to like husband, do all of these odd jobs. My husband would love that. And now there's the wholesaling business. So that's five, right? Five. Okay. So this is beautiful though. They are beautiful. This is a good, this is a good topic to, to talk about. So whenever you came to me, you didn't, weren't working, right? Like Jimmy made all of the money. Um, and so we have a lot of women that are stay at home moms and are in that situation. And it's really hard for them to ask their husbands to invest in themselves or to, to make that investment in themselves because they feel guilty because I'm just a stay at home mom and I don't have a job or, or have a hard time talking to their husbands about that. So how was that for you? Like what, what is it? I know Jimmy's crazy supportive, so it probably wasn't a huge issue Mm -hmm. for you, but what has that, like, how has letting him, him letting you invest in yourself, even though like, let's be real, even though we're stay at home moms, we're working freaking full-time jobs. Like you're taking care of four kids. So even though you're not bringing home money per se, like you are working in the household, but a lot of families maybe don't see it that way. So how has that like helped you and Jimmy grow maybe even as a couple, just because you did invest in yourself and, and, and your health? I mean, I would say that I am happier, like truly happier 
and investing in the program did change my life. And so he saw that and he was literally one of my biggest supporters in telling everybody around me like, oh, well, you should do this because Kendall is still doing it and it changed her life and you should do that. And that's how we got, I mean, several clients came because of him. I mean, he's a talker, so just talk, talk, talk. But (laughs) yeah, no, it it changed my life. And he is super, super supportive. And it does break my heart that some women don't have that because some women do see it as, well, I just stay at home. It's like the hardest job on the freaking planet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like it truly is. I mean, you're juggling a toddler up to a 16 year old and then two in between and like from mixed families, like you said. So it's hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how do you, there's a lot of, go ahead. So I was going to say, so how do you make time for yourself and for your fitness? Like, what does that look like for you? For me, I have to prioritize it. So for me, like my ideal day is getting up, getting breakfast for me, the kids, all that, getting them out the door for school. And then I do my training And then I will do like my coaching calls and everything more in the afternoon of the day, just when they're getting home from school, they can do their homework, all of those things. So it's kind of like we're all working at the same time. That's perfect. Yeah. But if I don't prioritize it, it won't, it won't get done because there's always something else I could do. Right. Right. It's just like how women say, it's just not the right time. Well, there's never a right time, right? You have to make Mm -hmm. it the right time. You have to prioritize it. Yeah. Right. Like say I have an appointment at nine o'clock in the morning when I typically would be training during that time. I mean, I I will wake up earlier to do my training before breakfast, you know, before the kids, all of that. So I can have it done that day and then continue about my day. That's uncomfortable, right? And a lot of people want change, but they don't want to get uncomfortable or they don't want to get out of their routines or their habits and change. You said this earlier, like you said this when we first got on the call, change is uncomfortable right? Like you've Mm -hmm. changed a lot, like stepping out of your comfort zone. I remember like we've made you do intro calls with people before and that was way out of your comfort zone. (laughs) That was so terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. But you're so nice and cute. Everyone loves you. Oh, but no, and that is, that's where the growth comes, but it is uncomfortable, you know, for a lot of people and a lot of times, but you're exactly right. That's how growth happens. We can't grow without a little bit of, you know, uncomfortable in there. Mm -hmm. I think that's where people have to look at it. Do they really want a change? Mm -hmm. Because if you think getting up at 630 is hard to get just your kids to school and you to work, I mean, but you're battling maybe pre-diabetes or something like that, right. what's harder to live with that the rest of your life that's going to bring other problems or to get up an hour earlier to do a workout at home. And I think a lot of people maybe have it in their heads that they have to have this elaborate workout program or go to this gym when we can find things for them to do at home. Right. I mean, walking, you could probably go walk outside. Yep. Well, I mean, you know, progress is progress. Forward is forward, right? Any change mm-hmm. is change. It doesn't have to be this dramatic. A lot of people, when they think, I'm going to go on a diet, it's all or nothing, and I'm going to do everything or I'm going to do nothing. And that's not how we do things here. It's, did you do a little bit better every day? Like if 1%. so, then you're winning. 1% better every day. That adds up. It's, it's not going to happen overnight. So- and that's people that do lose weight overnight gain it all right back. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. 
the easy way is not the right way, right? So I had, um, I have a nutrition client. This is going to bring me on a rant, on a rant kind of here. I have a nutrition client who is on, um, the Wegovy weight loss shots. And oh, here we go. No, listen, her and I decided that it would be good for her. Like we did because I've worked with her for two years and she hasn't been able to lose weight and she, she's eating healthy. Like she really is trying, right? Um, but she just has this hunger that she can't control. And some people have those Mm. genetics, like they literally just can't control their hunger. But here's the issue. We did an in-body scan and in four weeks, she's lost nine pounds. Great. She hasn't lost nine pounds in two years that we've been working together because she can't control her hunger. But only 1.6 of that nine pounds was fat and the rest of it was Mm. lean tissue. So her body fat percentage is actually higher. So Mm. when we do these quick fixes, these where we're dropping pounds really fast, whether whether it's shakes or an 800 calorie diet or a weight loss, we're not really losing fat. We're losing lean tissue and then we're just skinny fat and we're not any healthier because we didn't do it the right way. Because as women, we need lean body mass. Like you can't, it's so hard to get it back after you're through menopause. And if we're dieting and losing that lean body mass... we're in for a rough ride. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So where do you go then from there? I mean, we're kind of off topic, but so once, you know, people end up doing that and they lose the weight quickly, but like you said, she lost more lean tissue. Well, I mean, for her, we had a really long conversation. We had a real, she's not eating enough protein. She, Mm -hmm. so I, we upped her protein to almost 220 grams. So we could keep her lean tissue. Like, and to try to probably help the hunger as well, right? Well, she's not hungry anymore, but oh, she weighs okay. like she weighs over three hundred pounds. So I mean, really, you want one pound of you want one gram of protein for every pound of weight you have, but mm-hmm. getting three hundred grams of protein is excessive. So like we had to up, 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 up the protein. We're just gonna have to see what happens. But that's why, even if you're on those injectables, it's really important to work with someone who knows how. Like I'm not mm-hmm. because I helped her. Like I told her I thought it was a good idea, but she's working with me, and so I can make sure that she's not losing lean body mass. If right. you're just taking this injectable from WeightWatchers.com, because you know you can get it from Weight Watchers now, which don't even get me started. But and you don't have someone. I didn't. I didn't know that. that either. That's there's wild. a doctor that works. Weight Watchers bought this clinic, like this doctor's clinic, and now there's a doctor through Weight Watchers that you can order weight loss injectables. You can just order it online and it just comes to you. Well, you have box. to have like a doctor consult, but whatever. It's ridiculous. Wow. But but if you're not working with someone to help you strength train, prioritize your sleep, make sure you're not losing lean tissue, make sure you're like working on habits, then you're going to lose a lot of lean tissue and you're going to have to be on those injectables for the rest of your life. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying like there is a place for those injectables. I'm not saying that. This is totally off tangent. But you need to be working with a coach <laughs> when you're on them so That's- you can make sure that the weight that you do lose is you know, so you don't end up skinny fat. Fat. That's yeah. why I said here we go because I knew mm-hmm. once she started talking about the injectables, we were just going to go down that hole. And skinny well, like, fat. Like I don't know. Yeah. So many people, I think, who didn't know what skinny fat Cheryl. was? Sherelle. Oh, God. She's lucky she's cute. Yeah. She didn't know what skinny fat was. I don't think Lainey did either. Did she? No. 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 But yeah. So, so you better tell our listeners what it is. Okay. Now. So skinny fat is whenever you're thin, but you really don't have a lot of muscle definition or, you know, what women call toning. So you're just skinny, but you're kind of still 
a little flabby. It's like yeah, like your body fat. fat percentage is still high. So high, yeah. yeah. So skinny fat. But anyway, that wasn't. We shouldn't even <laughs> say the word fat. That's not. No, it's not a nice word. But that's not what we call it. That's what like other people have called okay. it. So anyway, but okay. So Kendall, or oh, do you have any more questions, Lindsay? Before I no. ask my <laughs> final question. No. Okay, I have my answer already for Kendall in my head. Do you? Oh, now I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Oh, okay. Kendall, if you could be one Disney princess, who would you be? <laughs> oh, I think Belle. Yes! <laughs> she, That's what I was going to say. She's always been my favorite. I specifically remember, I think I was in second grade when the movie was in the theaters and my parents took me and some friends to watch that movie in the theaters. And it's been my favorite ever since. Yeah. And Belle's sweet and she sees the good in people. Like she saw the good in the Mm -hmm. beast, even when he wasn't good. Uh, And I feel like that's you. Okay. So we forgot to ask this question. If you could, so leave our listeners with one piece of advice. Like if you got to tell every woman in the world, one thing, it could be about health, wellness, um, sticking up for yourself, loving yourself, whatever. I'm going to put you on the spot because this is probably hard to think about and you could say a lot of different things. But what what do you just want women to know? Honestly, to never give up on themselves. Yeah. You know, like they, they are worth one. it and you are worth it no matter what you're fighting or struggling. And you you just can't give up no matter the obstacle. Like you have to keep fighting for it. Yeah, and, because and, that's the only way you lose is if you quit. Yeah, and you're not alone, right? Like, I think so many women feel like they're alone, whether they're going through a divorce or maybe not a good marriage or um, not a good job or whatever. And you don't have to be alone. Like, I, I always tell our clients, like, okay, we're going to talk about fitness and nutrition, but really, like, we're going to get into the nitty gritty stuff. Like, are you really happy? Because if you're not really happy, you're not, like, weight loss is not going to help you. Mm hmm. Right. It's very true. Yeah. 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 Well, it was so awesome to have you today, Kendall. As always, love chatting with you. We get to chat often, but it's always nice to have you guys on the podcast. So if you guys want, you can go back and listen to our other episodes. And please leave us a review and a five-star rating because that helps us out a ton. And we will catch you next week. Bye. See ya. Bye.